Welcome to the Super Babes Podcast, where we help each other bringing up our super and higher self. I am a super babe, and if you are listening to this podcast, so are you. <laughs> I want to start my podcast with a small introduction about myself. I'm Teresa. For those who don't know me yet, I live in the city of Boston, and I'm in grad school studying to become a dentist. I want you to know a little bit more about myself so you can have a little hint on what type of content you are going to see discussed here. So I'm a very spiritual person, very energetic, <laughs> happy, <laughs> and I always try to be better. By the way, I'm currently single. And for those who can relate, dating in Boston has been such a draining journey. But that's not what this episode is about. So let's talk about changes that I have been making in my life that have helped me change my life's perspective and helped me to care less about what others might think of me and live my life at its fullest. And by any means, I have this 100% managed. Like, no. It's definitely an ongoing process. This is for me. I'm creating this podcast also to remind me, you know, I need to listen myself sometimes too. But I think that we all get a little overwhelmed with the standards that we see around. And it's so hard to be kind to ourselves when our lives take different paths and timings. And there's actually a book that I read many years ago called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz that has helped me a lot in building this life perspective. And I will be sharing parts of the book during this episode. This book has absolutely changed the way I look at life and people. I think that it has helped me to be more independent from what others think or say of me, about me. And it has been helping me manage how I actually feel about these people that have hurt me in the past or people who I have a less positive experience with, let's put that way. The book is basically a practical guide to freedom. The author says that by following these four agreements, we can achieve freedom. And I believe that it means freedom from the social approving type of society because That brings us further from who we truly are because we want to mimic others to, and to be accepted by others. The author speaks about how we are domesticated. In his words, all our tendencies are lost in the process of domestication. Domestication, basically, it's the process of gaining values and learning what is right, what is wrong, learning what are the things that we like through both our appearance or through the education system. And from a very young age, we hear things such as, you're such a good girl, you're a bad boy, things like that. So our development is based on the fear of being that bad girl and that bad boy. This does not mean that our parents did a bad job because they did a great job, but they did all that they knew because they were also domesticated by their parents. But the author says that when our true self hypothetically looks in the mirror, the mirror is foggy. We don't see who we truly are because of all these things that we have learned from others that have influenced our behaviors and choices and have influenced our image And put us further from who we really are, if that makes sense. It's masking our actually self. I'm not saying that education is not necessary. 
we definitely need rules and education, but I believe that not all of us were given an empty canvas to be whatever they want to be in life. And by the outer words, it says that the belief system is like a book of law that rules our minds. Without question, whatever is in the book of law is our truth. I think it's so important to have the perception of when following these rules, we are harming others at times. Not always, but just knowing when to stop is so important. There's something in our minds that judges everybody and everything and our inner judge uses this belief system that we have to do it. And when we do something that's wrong by our system, we punish ourselves. So we have both. We have the judge and we have the victim inside of us. Even though we did not choose all of our beliefs, it's still true that we agree to all of them and we keep agreeing to all of them because we use them. So it takes a step back and it takes self-work to challenge our belief system to become closer to who we really are. The first agreement that we all should make with ourselves is to be more impeccable with our words. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Our words can have a big impact in both our life and in others, people's life. But we should start by being kinder to ourselves. I think that by being kinder and more understanding with ourselves, we can in fact bring that positivity into our lives. This ties to manifestation because if we speak to ourselves in negative ways, for example, if we say that we are not smart, we are injurizing it and manifesting it. I don't know if this is something that happens with everyone, but when I go through a small problem or I get mildly affected by something and I decide to share it with anyone like a friend or family, it usually makes the problem bigger. And it makes me more aggravated about it. So most of the time when I don't mention it to anyone, it literally goes away. It stops being a problem completely. So every time I choose to speak about more negative things, I believe that I kind of attract those negative things into my life. So I really try to be mindful of it. But I'm not saying that we shouldn't share our problems with our friends and family but I think we shouldn't see them all as problems. And by changing the way we speak and treat ourselves, we are in a more loving state of mind, which is easier to also be more impeccable with our words with other people. There's a saying that my mom always mentioned while I was growing up, and it literally says, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't speak. I don't understand why people give the time of their day to deliver negative comments or just negativity. I remember growing up having this friend who every time we were walking down the streets, she would always say something like, did you see your skirt? And I don't know why, but I have never noticed anything that she would mention. And she actually would be so annoyed by me because I would never notice those things because she wanted to gossip. I remember thinking how distracted I was. I thought that was a flaw that I had. 
But today, I know that I pay attention to detail, but I pay attention to the things that I like. So for instance, if I like the jacket or the skirt of someone that I see outside or whatever, I will notice it, but not the other way around. This is a good reflection of what our brain is looking for. And I believe that it's healthy when we work on our brain to want to notice the good. Of course, this concept has layers to it. You don't want to be in an healthy relationship and still be in it just because there's good parts of it. But you know what I mean. I, you know what I was trying to say with this. With working on being kinder and impeccable with our word to ourselves, we can do it for others as well. Why would we want to tell anyone or someone that they are ugly or not smart, right? We should not try to limit people by what we think. Just because we think that, it does not mean that's true. Our thoughts, our opinions are ours. We should never want to have such an impact in anyone's life because a lot of people do not do the work we are trying to do with ourselves and they really get stuck in our words and other people's opinions. So it's good to not be that negative in anyone's life. I don't want to be responsible for anyone to believe that they are ugly or not smart or limit their dreams, nothing like that. This brings us to our second agreement that's not to take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Anything that other people do or say is actually a reflection of how they feel about themselves. And I have never seen anyone extremely thankful and happy being rude to anyone, right? The days that we might be more rude to someone Because those days happen. I mean, we are not perfect. Usually those days are days that we feel more hopeless or we don't feel as well. Don't forget that anyone's actions and opinions are a reflection of who you are. No, they are literally a projection of their mind and their agreements, the agreements that they created in their minds. Their point of view comes from all the programming they received during domestication. So I think that thinking this way makes me being able to not take others' actions so personally. I actually have a funny story to share that happened recently. Okay, so I did my bachelor's degree. I'm an engineer and I came to grad school and I'm from Portugal. So I grew up in Portugal. And here in the United States, schooling, it's way more expensive. Dental school, grad school, it's so expensive. So I was back in Portugal with my uncle is a grow adult man and I was having lunch with him and my dad I'm not sure if my mom was there I think it was only my dad and I was sharing how I got accepted into dental school I was so happy guys there's two percent of acceptance rate to dental school in my school the year I, I got in you know like it's a moment you know I worked so hard but my uncle all he had to say was I will never forget he literally told me oh my god so your school will be so expensive that you'll be working your entire life to pay off your school I'm sorry I was shocked I was not offended 
I was not, I did not take it, you know. I was just really shocked. His comment could have changed my dream, changed my perspective, changed so much about myself. I'm grateful for the strong mindset that I have, but not everyone is like that. So I really think everyone should have a little bit of more attention to the things they say. Like, nobody asks you for your opinion. I applied without asking you for your opinion. I did not ask you for one cent. Why are you trying to like literally like made me think of something that can ruin my moments, you know? So sad. The third agreement is to not make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions. Find the courage to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid understanding, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. When we make assumptions, we assume that we are right, that our assumptions are correct. To be honest, our assumptions are based on the fact that we believe that others think the same way as we do, that they judge the same way as we do, abuse the same way as we do, rebel the same way as we do, revenge the same way as we do. So our principle is so wrong from the beginning because we have different belief systems. We are not the same human being. By assuming so much, especially in relationships, we just create chaos and drama. I believe this is one of the biggest issues responsible for any type of miscommunication. A very silly example of this is when we don't share our thoughts with someone that we love, but then we still expect them to know how we feel. Even though someone knows you very well, it's normal that they might not fully understand how you feel or know what you feel, especially if this is a heterosexual partnership. Women and men are different, very different, and we think in different ways. Now let's move on to the last agreement, which is to always do our best. Our best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when we are healthy as opposed to when we are sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse and regrets. This ties all the agreements together, in my opinion. We should never give up on trying to do our best. Even when our best is just honestly waking up in the morning, take a shower and cook a hot meal for us. This is okay when we're not feeling okay and this is still doing our best. When we do our best, we learn how to accept ourselves and if we are learning from our mistakes, we will be more aware of our behaviors and hopefully we will be kinder and more understanding to ourselves. We can fail, it's okay to fail and don't ever expect that we'll always be impeccable with your word or you will never not take anything personally ever again or that we'll never make another assumption in your life. But we can be more aware of those things that we want to be better at. And with that, we keep doing our best. I believe that by knowing that we are doing our best, we can strengthen the ability to stop blaming ourselves for the outcomes. I'm going to give you a small example of this from when I was applying to grad school. Again, same example. <laughs> no, it's okay. 
a little different. For you to guys understand a little bit uh, the timeline of dental application, usually people apply in June, have interviews from July to December. And in December, there's the decision day. So students get acceptances, rejections, or they're just left without an answer. Then from January to May, there's still interviews happening, but there's less spots available, but still possible to be accepted. When I applied to dental school, I applied a little bit later. So by December, I had no acceptances. Most of my interviews were between January and March. At the beginning of April, I planned a very spontaneous trip to Hawaii. And at that time, I was living with my parents. It was literally like after COVID 2021. So before I left, I packed everything I had at home. And my mom was completely shocked. She looked at me and she's like, where are you going when you come back? Why are you packing your entire room, everything? Because I had no plans. But I look at her and I told her, I'm moving to Boston when I come back home. I think this was definitely a manifestation, but that's literally content to a different episode. But I think this was definitely a manifestation. Within a few days, I got a job interview with a company in Boston. Days later, they sent me an offer letter for the job. And a few days later, I got dental school acceptance from a school in Boston where I am currently at. This is at the end of April. Manifestations apart, the reason why I'm mentioning this right now is because I was waiting for an acceptance from dental school for 10 months. 10 months. And what truly kept me happy and positive was the fact that I knew that I had given my best and everything that I could have possibly done. And I was happy with whatever the universe had to give me. I know that whatever would happen was meant for me. So that gave me that sense of peace with any possible outcome. To end this episode, I want to read a quote that I really liked from this book that says, it's not the stars that create light, but rather the light that creates the stars. I see this quote as a hope to become a better person and to achieve my career and life goals because it takes our hierarchy from the equation of success in life. We don't need to have be born in a career-oriented family to be career-oriented or we don't have to be born in a healthy family or in a sober family to be healthy and sober. We have the tools within ourselves that are necessary to bring the light of who we are to shine and to be a star. We don't need a hierarchy. We can break the cycles. Hope you love this episode. I will see you next Friday. Music